Hi, welcome to the Happy Signal with your host, Christy. just an extra episode for this week. Um, I've been thinking a lot about uh, service and our job as singers, our job as musicians, our job as teachers. What are we doing here on this earth? Why are we um, choosing to do music? Why are we choosing to do whatever it is that we do, even if you're not, even if you don't call yourself a singer yet and for some reason you're listening to the podcast, I would hope that whatever you do with life, you're picking Um, something based off of beliefs, based off of your ambitions of what you need to do as a person to make this life worthwhile. I feel like every second that goes by is our death and we have a very, very great opportunity to actually make a change, to actually do something good. Other than I think this base level that some beginners sometimes feel or not even beginners, it's this base feeling of let me show everyone how good I am. Let me show everyone how talented I am and how capable I am of singing high notes strong, yada, yada, yada. Um, and I've been kind of doing this personal work for myself of writing down people that inspire me, people that live their lives based off of service. And there are several people that have come to mind for me. Um, one, is an, one is a dog, actually. Um, <laughs> so the Today Show does this uh, puppy with a purpose. Let me make sure I'm saying that. Yeah, puppy with a purpose. And the first one that I watched was Charlie, and this was back in 2017. I also made just a little blog post on it. It's a WordPress thing. It's attached to my website if you're interested, kbisselcoaching.com or Christy Bissell, or I'm sorry, that's not even the right name, christylynnbissell.com, and uh, I made a little blog post about that, but anyway, Charlie was born and raised to be of service to his owner, and his owner is a veteran of the military named Stacy Parasol, and Stacy Parasol is a former staff sergeant and aerial combat photojournalist for the United States Air Force. And she had suffered many seizures and nightmares and all these things. And this dog, literally, its job is to take care of her. And when we have a purpose, when we are of service to things, everything just seems to make sense. Not only are we happy, but we don't have a chance to be upset or depressed or thinking about what we lack or what we need to be better of. You just do. You're just in action at all times. And I look at that little dog and I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's what we performers need more of is to be like that dog. Um, but this isn't the reason that I'm making this uh, little extra podcast this week. Um, the reason that I'm making this is because of a little girl named Greta. Now, she's not a little girl, really. She's 16 years old. Her name is Greta Thunberg, and she is from Sweden. And even at her young age, she's an activist, and she lives her whole life based off of her beliefs. And um, it really chooses her life for her. 
I don't think she's thinking about what she's doing or what it might look like. She is just doing because she has such a purpose. And I think for all of us, that's what we need. And as performers, I don't think all the time we are thinking about that enough. So as a performer or a teacher or just a singer, I just want you to listen to her. And I'm just going to play this. This is audio that you can find online anywhere. This is from CNN. This is her talking. This is what people say about her. And, of course, um, she believes that the climate change is happening and that we need to do something. Um, And, of course, I hope that you'll listen to what she's saying and take heed. But also, I hope that you will take heed of what she's doing with her life and how I think it is so beautiful. And I think if we have just a little more of this in our lives, I think we're going to, I think we'll do some good. So I'm just going to play all this. Um, Anyway, I hope this helps. Greta is a 16-year-old girl who has inspired thousands, maybe even millions of people to stand up for both themselves and the climate. I don't want you to be hopeful. I want you to panic. But I've learned that you are never too small to make a difference. Never give up. We will, we will continue. You uh, have heard about uh, Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg, thank you very much for joining us this morning. The climate crisis is the biggest crisis humanity has ever faced, and yet it has been ignored for decades. The older people usually say that we owe it to the young people to give them hope. But we don't want you to be hopeful, we want you to panic. They say that they love their children above all else, and yet they are stealing their future in front of their very eyes. The leaders should know that change is coming, whether they like it or not. Americans is skeptical of all the effects of climate change and thinks this issue's been exaggerated. Environmental annihilation is coming because we've been evil. You know what this is? It's a snowball. Some people don't believe the climate crisis. They don't understand that it's real. And I, I have to say that I understand them in a way because in the beginning when I first found out about this, I doubted that it was true because if it was true, then we wouldn't be talking about anything else. That would be our first priority. But it's not. People see it like an abstract threat in the future, but it's happening now. We can already see the changes. We already have increased the temperature above pre-industrial levels 1.2 degrees. And everything's happening very fast now. We need to do something and act as if we were in a crisis because otherwise people won't understand that we are in a crisis. So, Greta, thanks to be with us. Hi. Uh, you said many times I was like an invisible girl before. Now you are very famous, everybody's here with you, and they want you for the Nobel Prize. How uh, did you reach this, uh, this point, this goal? In August last year, I decided that this was enough. I sat myself down on the ground outside the Swedish parliament and I school strike for the climate. I have said that I will continue to school strike every Friday until Sweden is in line with the Paris Agreement. That may take a long time. I will have to be patient 
and to remind myself of why I'm doing this. The symbolism of the school strike is that since you adults don't give a damn about my future, I won't either. Why should we care for our future when we might not have one? And why should we bother to learn facts when facts don't matter in the society? It's absurd that young people will have to skip school and risk their own education because they are scared of not having a future. And I think that is a very strong message. You uh, have heard about uh, Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg, thank you very much for joining us this morning. At first I was all alone and then people started joining me. And then it started spreading to different places and then different countries and then different continents. And then it became global. In December the UN had a climate change conference. And there I, I held some speeches. We have run out of excuses and we are running out of time. I think that was also when more people started to found out about the school strikes. And then at the end of January, I was invited to the World Economic Forum. Our house is on fire. And also there I held a speech, which also went, I think, viral. And those two, I think both those two were tipping points of this movement. It has just escalated and it's going so fast I, I can't even keep up with it anymore. Now there's hundreds of thousands of children who are striking from school for their future. When I was 11 I became very depressed uh, I stopped eating and I stopped talking and I stopped going to school. It had a, a lot to do with the climate and the environment. I started making changes in my own life, like stop flying, stop eating meat and dairy, and stop buying new things. In order to be able to look myself in the eye, I need to, to do something myself. I started talking with my parents after why they decided to do that as well. Before I started the school strike, I was that person who, who was invisible. I never spoke unless I had to. And also, I have Asperger's syndrome. I'm a bit different from everyone else. When you have Asperger's, you also tend to have a capacity of being very focused and interested in some subjects and that allowed me to to focus on one thing for a very long time. I think that if I wouldn't have had Asperger's I don't think I would have started the school strike and I don't think I would have been interested in the climate at all because if I would have been like everyone else I just continued like before not thinking twice about this and but now I I can't do that. My conscience doesn't allow me to do that. I think this movement could become very big. And I think that we have just seen the beginning. Because
because more and more people are going to start realize the emergency of the situation and they will they will get angry and they will want to do something about it especially young people who will understand eventually that their future is being taken from them many people say that we are too young to do this we shouldn't do this and i agree we shouldn't have to do this but in the situation we are in now we feel like we have to do this because we won't accept you risking our future if the adults won't take responsibility then we will have to and then it ends on the words go there again that's cnn so, uh, she's a really, really special girl, but I think we're all special as well, and I think we're all capable of having um, compassion towards something, whatever it may be, whether it's music, climate change, um, recycling, equality, feminism, whatever, whatever it is that you believe in. I think that we can use that in the arts a little bit more. Um, if you're interested in looking this up, this video, it just popped up for me on Facebook this, uh, today. And also, you can hear her. Okay, so, um, she was on The Daily Show as well, and, um, her mother was an opera singer, believe it or not, or is a singer, and now she does musical theater in Europe, and, um... He was like, your mother, she was unable to do aviation now because it's so bad for the climate, the pollution of it and everything. It's so bad. And she was like, I don't really care that my mother can't fly anymore for work. She figured it out. <laughs> I was like, wow. But you know what? Like, that's how serious this girl is about it. Um, and what she means about her Asperger's is that, you know, with certain... Um, I like to call them special abilities. Um, you care more about certain things. You get fixated on things just a little bit more. Um, and this is all on the spectrum. Um, their fascinations can go from anything, but for her it's this, and it's changing the world. Um, so if you're listening and you have, or if you're on the spectrum at all, that's a cool thing, and you should celebrate it and tell other people about it, only if you feel okay about it. But... Um, it's a beautiful thing, because uh, she's doing great things. Anyway, service and purpose, guys. Uh, I hope this helps you today. I hope it's of service to you in some kind of way, and we'll talk soon. Bye. <laughs>